We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold. Long star belt buckles and old faded Levi's and each night begins a new day. If you don't understand him, he don't die young. He'll probably just ride away. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Throw a little Popeye in there. Hey, uh, so it is the Mark Milton Show. Smash with you right here. I got to tell you what, this guy is so good at what he does. You're going to love being a part of this show because of the fact that listening to the show will enlighten you. Listening to this show will make you want to listen to it more. Two reasons. Number one, it's Mark Milton. And number one, A, it's the best show on the radio. Oh, man. I'm serious, man. I know. Coming in hot. I know. I know. I know. Coming in hot. This nice is the Mark Milton sir. Show with the Smash What's Broadcast about team. You, Miller Furniture. Exactly right. Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios live today here at 590.5.9.fan.com on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. You got any plans for uh, this afternoon, Smash? Uh, I had a rough night last night. I'm going to sleep when we leave here. Oh, man, what I would give to be able to go home and take a nap. But I got dad duty. I worked for that I got nap, dad, dad duty when I come home. I got the three kids are right now with mom. and Yeah. She's going to be rearing to... Is there any football on today? Because I know there was the last <clears throat> couple, two, three days. I have not watched a second of preseason football. I have watched about 20 seconds to date. I think I watched one play, but you've got a couple games today on NFL Network. Oh, still yeah. preseason, right? Yeah, it's yeah. still preseason. I know you have the Cleveland Browns and the New York Giants at noon, but uh, those two teams just had a couple days of practices with each other, so you're not going to see any starters probably in that game. I know Cleveland's playing next to no starters. I haven't heard about the Giants, but I would imagine they do the same. And the NFL Network, has, I think, has another game later that night. Does 590 have NFL coverage here? Yes, we do. Home of the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Oh, excellent. I was just going to badmouth the NFL and especially Jerry Jones, but I won't do that. No, no, we got Dallas Cowboys games and we'll have other action from Compass Media Networks as well on Uh NFL Sundays. Well, there you go. That sounds great. Well, I'm I'm more excited about football, man. I like college football personally. I'm excited for the Illini. We're on 590, home of the fighting Illini. Next Saturday, kickoff against Nebraska. That's probably like the best game of the week. It's such a big test for the Illini because that'll help determine, A, is Bielma finally going to bring that program up? Well, I don't know if you can base it off of the first game. Not just the one game, but it's going to set the momentum for the season. Well, Nebraska is also terrible. I know. So So, Yeah, what happened? They were monsters at one time. Tom Osborne was Nebraska. That's a good point. Now, what do you? Good I'm point. curious. You so have you guys followed the NIL stuff at all? I just posted a blog article about this on my website. If you want to check it out, but about college, the where college we, athletes. Where do we go to check it out? Using MiltonLawGroup.com, SDLTaxLawyer.com. You can find the blog I did because, I mean, some of these big names, college football players. I mean, they're going to be getting some major endorsement deals yeah. if they haven't already. Some are, and some very unique ones too. Well, and here's the deal: it's all 1099 income, right? Uh-huh. So these guys are going to have huge tax obligations. That they may not be considering when you're getting, let's say you get a million bucks, a deal with Dr. Pepper. I think it was a yeah. uh, kid from Clemson got a, got a 
sponsorship deal with the, yeah, with Dr. I Pepper. Right. I mean, let's say you get a million bucks. I mean, you're going to owe like 400 grand. Yeah. Federal, state, and local tax. I mean, like, I hope these guys are getting getting that advice on, hey, set some aside for Uncle Sam. Because some of these guys, I mean, I mean filed before. If they weren't making right. money, they couldn't make money. I mean, you see how many grown adults who aren't able to say, <laughs> okay, I've got a million-dollar windfall. Maybe I shouldn't buy the vacation home, the yacht, the luxury car. Maybe I need to, you know— take, you know, 40% or whatever aside from taxes. So imagine with these kids, and I know that you have some smart people. You're <laughs> I mean, I, I think TJ Moe would probably say something very similar if he were around. He would be the classic example of an athlete who would have been able to know exactly how to capitalize that a smart guy. on the NIL. Well, that's, that's what right. I'm curious. Do you think the NIL is going to lead to legitimate sponsorship deals or, or endorsement deals, or do you think it's just going to be a, a conduit for basically recruiting fraud i mean basically i think, it'll be I, I think it's i think it's going to be more on the recruiting side i think and it's going to muck up the whole thing there's no doubt it's going to have an impact but colleges at least at the top tier division one you know bcs or not bcs cfp college football playoff schools i think you know they're on their way to becoming more like pro anyway but i think it's going to be a mix i think you're going to see some college students especially ones from you know smaller schools get really creative and find the opportunities to market mm -hmm. themselves but at you know the clemson's alabama's lsu's texas's of the world mm -hmm. you bet that there's going to be a big booster who's signing all the athletes for endorsement deals even if they barely show their face in a spot right you might have the local car i think it's gonna be more localized too you're gonna to see like the local car dealer in champagne or you know, and I think sure. you might even see that a little more when you get to maybe some of the mid-major levels. Like, imagine, you know, the Missouri Valley, for example. You yeah, know. but who knows any of those guys? That's the thing. I don't Locally, feel like there's enough, though, I don't think there's enough said, though, name with, ID to, or brand recognition a lot. Of, like, there aren't that many athletes that could really but, command a six-figure endorsement not, deal. Not six-figure deals, but what you were saying about, you know, the local car dealer at the smaller schools. You know, it's not going to be, you know, making millions, but... You know, in some of those towns where the school is all that it's at, then for the local car dealer or the mom and pop restaurant or, you know, the local furniture business, that's where those athletes will make the money. It may not be the big money, but again, they're also not on the biggest stage. That's true. Do these athletes get to wear uh, some sort of patch on their uniforms with the <laughs> no, sponsors? No, no. And that? this is another interesting aspect of this. So I've actually talked to a few people who are working at universities sort of in charge of this, this process. Right. Because... You have trademark issues as well sure. where, you know, remember back in the day, like you might have the guy on the, the, the post cereal box, but like Patrick Ewing wearing like a blue jersey without the Knicks logo, That's right. right? Like you get it, like technically, yeah. if you're getting paid an endorsement deal, like you don't necessarily have the authority to wear the Mizzou gear right. in your promotional stuff unless right. the university approves of it. So that's going to be an interesting piece of this too is most schools are trying to set up frameworks for approving of athletes doing these these deals mm -hmm. but then you're going to get into the same potential legal arguments of well can they can they restrict they can certainly restrict yeah. the ability to use their logos and their marks trademarks in these deals but it will be i i know for a fact that people are doing these deals and <laughs> using their school's logos and names and just kind of I mean, yeah. it's chaos it's kind of a create crazy thing that just sort of came about so there's gonna be a Brave lot of new world growing pains but you yeah. know i'm thinking about you know who would be a good spokesperson for yeah, steel tax lawyer. Any uh, yeah. Billikens out there? Maybe be a good uh, you know, were, were basketball you a player. One time, I went to law school at St. Louis U. Okay. I'm a proud supporter. It's, it's, uh, I am a proud sponsor of yeah. uh, men's and women's basketball, St. Louis University. Really? So yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have some cool events this year. Um, 
around that. We did it. We did it two years ago, prior to the pandemic. We had one of the uh, signs up in the uh, Chaffetz yeah. Arena. We're doing that again this year. So excited to do that. But I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe you get a, I don't know, who Perkins would be kind of the big name at, at the Billikens uh, right now. Perkins Pancake. Yeah, Javante Perkins. <laughs> Javante Perkins is coming back. Um, but I mean, again, like I'm struggling to think like who would be somebody at a obviously University of Illinois. Kofi is going to make I think big money mm-hmm. basketball. He's kind of the big personality, big name. Huh. Football wise, I I don't know the I don't know the line of football well enough to kind of know like is there somebody that would be a you know big name that would be worthy of an endorsement deal. But again, I go back to is this all going to be about paying these guys yeah. for deals as kind of part of the. Kind of an end run, end run around the. What do you guys? Rules. What do you guys think about uh, Texas and uh, Oklahoma jumping into the SEC? Well, the Big Twelve's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much. But boy, is that going to be a great division? And thankfully, Mizzou got out of the Big Twelve when they did, yeah. and mm-hmm. they kind of made out like a bandit with the SEC move. Yeah, uh, very much so, especially with the SEC structure. Meaning, when you're in, you're set for life. Basically, yeah. Georgia Tech, I think, still probably regrets getting out. You know, sixty something years ago. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they were the last school to leave the SEC, and it says Mizzou. Even when they joined, Mike Slive, the commissioner, said. Now, in the SEC, we don't have any rules. Schools are free to go at any time. But in the last, you know, 60-something years, no one's ever left. Well, and there's talk now. I'm more of a Big Ten guy. There's talk of, you know, does KU, Kansas, move over to the Big Ten? Yeah. Uh, there's going to be more of a shit. I mean, there's going to have to be a more of a realignment beyond just the SEC adding those two schools. Oh, wait. I mean, it's going to lead to the Big 12 probably imploding or mm-hmm. adding some mid-majors maybe. I don't know. It'll be it, It's either. It's going to be a trickle-down effect, and I don't know if it's going to be a good thing for college football, especially from a fan's perspective as a whole. Obviously, if you're an SEC country, it's just going to make it even stronger. But for some of those schools that were in the Big 12, you saw what happened when the Big East collapsed, when the basketball-only Catholic schools formed their own conference, yeah. and the American basically fell off from being a BCS conference. So no, I think it's school by school. I mean, the fans don't really care unless your well, I mean, school is getting screwed. Like For me, the Billikens being in the A-10 not good like that's not good as a fan i'd much rather see them have gotten into the big east with the other catholic schools it, it would have been nice but the a10 at least is a credible basketball conference it just would have been nice if they were in a mid-major something maybe a little more regionalized but when i think of schools that really got screwed i'm thinking a school like a cincinnati that okay you were in a bcs conference you're still having strong right. football teams and oops all of a sudden you you know Louisville and other schools went off to the ACC yeah. and you're stuck on the outside looking in. That's when I think a school really gets screwed. Well, right? or like with the Big Twelve, if you got a Iowa State, you know exactly who's like where are they going to go? They're going to drop down to the Missouri Valley, or you got I mean Kansas State's another one. You know they were a good fit in the Big Twelve. That you know had some success. Um, and, never really that you know outstanding, but still it was a good conference for their, them and their fans. And now it's like, well, where are they going to go? And it's like too. How much do you know those markets even bring for a conference like the Big Ten? I mean, even the SEC with Mizzou, you may think, well, why Missouri? But boom, you've got the entire state of Missouri and not one but two, you know, top 25, top 30 markets. Well, and I, as again, going back to being a final I fan, the Big Ten, like I just thought Rutgers and uh, Maryland, Maryland maybe, okay, fine. I was fine with that. I didn't like the Rutgers play. I thought there could have been. If you're gonna get, you know give away a couple spots, I thought we could have done better than that. Now you're talking maybe KU. I've seen North Carolina mentioned, which would be pretty cool from a basketball standpoint. Um, and football's been 
you know, pretty good. I'd much rather see North Carolina than Rutgers. I, mean, I, Rutgers I would too, bleh. but I, I just can't. <laughs> I know you have Maryland in the Big Ten. I just can't imagine a world where Duke and North Carolina aren't in the ACC. Yeah, I agree right, with that. Or right. Maryland. Like, Maryland to me is an ACC team. Yeah. Like, they'll always be. Like, whenever yeah. I see them on the schedule, I'm like, well, I kind of forget, like, Maryland's in the Big Ten now. It just doesn't. Just doesn't do it. Nah, for I mean, school. and it was all about the markets. The idea was we're going to get the DC market, yeah. which I think is overstated. Like, yes, yeah. there are Maryland fans in DC, but DC is a pretty transient right. place. Well, you're people right. in DC are from all over, so right. like the idea yeah. you're going to capture this metropolitan market is just kind of overstated. And then Rutgers, again, New York City's enormous. So I guess yeah, you're going to get. I mean, do people really follow? I mean, other than alumni of and Rutgers is a huge school. I just don't know that it's. It's not the sexiness that I would want from, uh, you know, adding schools. Oh, as a fan, I would hate it. I don't know the business perspective, whether just being in New York has a difference, but it just, it doesn't fit the Big Ten. If the Big Ten were, say, to, if they were to add, and I'm just saying this in theory, like two of the three, a Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, well. No, I, no, I would hate that. <laughs> I, I'm not, oh, that'd be awful having to deal with Kansas football, but at least those are schools kind of like Missouri that, I could at least see better fitting. Yeah, in Midwestern. The yeah, even if you go west a little bit, I mean, it gets, well, now we got Nebraska. You could add a Colorado. I mean, I know that's not. I mean, again, that's not the greatest athletics yeah. uh, program, but I mean, that would make more sense to me than trying to go East Coast. Like I didn't, I didn't understand the East Coast move, and it seemed like a seemed like a reach to me personally. Do, do you guys think that football ought to be one conference and basketball should be? Even though they're I mean, in that's the not, same school, it's not, that's what people don't realize. There's so much that goes into that when you've got these athletic conferences, you've got yeah. all these other sports you got to deal with, and that's what makes it makes it challenging. We'll save that for next week. All right, discussion next week because we're running out of time oh, here are. on the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting live today from the Miller Furniture Studios in Kirkwood, presented by STLTaxLawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. You can find us here every Sunday on Five Ninety The Fan. 590thefan.com, streaming live at 10 a.m. with a replay at 6 a.m. on Mondays. You can also download our podcast anytime at 590thefan.com. I also encourage you, if you're a listener, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple iTunes. Maybe give us a review. It always helps. Uh, we appreciate you listening, Smash. Always good to be with you. Solid. I wanted to talk about a Britney pleasure, Spears. A pleasure to be with you. I think we talked about Britney Spears. There's nothing left to discuss. I think Her I'm ready dad. to just maybe lounge around on some Miller furniture. And, yes, I might go get an order of chips and guac over at Rosalita's. Yes. Take it back to my house, sit on my couch nice. Nice. from Miller Furniture, maybe call oh, Andy Newbold, talk that'd about a good. mortgage. That'd be good. And lastly, start looking at diamonds from Lord, Lord O's oh, Diamonds yeah. for my wife and our 10-year anniversary. This is the Mark Bill Show with the Smash. We're out.